0: Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmeticscom thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics C-A-U-S E M E-T-I-C-S dot thrive for 20% off your first order.
1: thats hyper hyper-thetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. You're listening to Muses and Stuff. This is the podcast that's all about the dolls. They were the groupies, the wives, the girlfriends, and the muses who played such a huge role in rock and roll history by simply being themselves.
2: They were sweet, sexy, brave, and powerful. They went after what and who they wanted, and they made no apologies. We are your hosts, Shanti and Lynx. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show.
1: This episode is brought to you by Electrified Porcupine. Electrified Porcupine is a pretty kick-ass website where you can go and read and learn all about music, gaming, wrestling, retro, TV, movies, cartoons, and collectible toys. So go to electrifiedporcupine.com. And have a look around. See what you like. You got it. It's working, baby. Awesome. Okay, hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode. Yes. So last week we talked about
2: Anne and Elvis
1: and and Anne's Margaret life. and Elvis Presley. Yeah. For those who may just be joining us for the first time, imagine that. Imagine if this was somebody's very first episode of all time yeah. of muses and stuff, which happens. It like for sure people are starting to listen. Every week. And actually, we got a new listener the other day and they started from episode one. And I was like, you don't have to listen in order. <laughs> <laughs> you can start wherever you want and it's fine. Um, but yeah, we are doing Elvis
2: month. Yes. So this is sort of, I guess, the bit most well known of Elvis's women, Priscilla Presley. Um, I
1: can't wait for this one because this was the only woman married to Elvis. He had been engaged and he had given rings. But now I'm going to hear because I don't know the story about what it was like to be married and live with Mr.
2: Elvis Presley. So with Anne Margaret's. You get the very romantic, very lighthearted Elvis because she didn't have to put up with him every day. She did have to put up with his crap. No. And Elvis was definitely a difficult man to be with. Um, not necessarily his fault. but If you're around yes people your entire life that just do anything that you want, of course, reality <laughs> becomes...
1: Wait till I tell you about some of his behaviors with
2: with Ginger. Oh, yeah. It's
1: awesome. Yeah, it's good.
2: So Priscilla. Priscilla was born May 24th, 1945. It's a decade younger than Elvis, who is 1935, I believe. Uh, her biological father is a Navy pilot who died in a crash when she was six months old. She didn't know this until junior high when she was rummaging through old boxes and she found a photo of like her as a baby and her mom. And yeah, because
1: that's what you do in like the 40s and 50s yeah. is you just lie yes. and sweep things under the rug. Exactly. Because why bother talk about anything that's painful? Yeah. Just sure. pretend like it never happened. Move on with your life until eventually it comes out and everybody's a little bit scarred. Yeah. She was raised
2: by her stepdad, yes. thinking, of course, he was her regular or her real dad. Sorry. Um, he was also an Air Force officer. She ended up having uh, one sister and four brothers. So she was the only one. She was the oldest and she was the only one from that one father who passed away when she was six months. And then the rest of her siblings were from her stepdad. And her Where mother. was she born? um in the states okay but
1: we're not sure what i can't state, remember like it was tennessee i can't or, quite um, remember okay
2: that's cool the then thing I'm is calm. she moved constantly as oh. a kid because she was an air force brat right um in 1956 so like 11 or so years old that's the first time she ever heard who elvis was and she discovered him because her Dad, her stepdad, brought home the record blue suede shoes as a gift for her. No kidding. Okay, yeah, because if she's eleven,
1: he's twenty-one. He's already yep hugely successful. Yep. Okay, I don't want to spoil anything. She's links is shaking her head. Don't don't do it. Don't well, do it. Don't but Ginger had an interaction with Elvis at a, as a young very age. young awesome. age. Wow, well.
2: awesome. So. Okay, well yeah, she wasn't like super crazy about Elvis, but every other girl was. Her mom Isn't thought Isn't that how it goes? Her mom thought he was a bad influence, of course. As many mothers at that point did. Uh but she did uh join the local Elvis fan club and all that. Um because she'd moved around throughout her childhood, she never really made that like bonding lasting friendships. But in Texas, like, they finally settled down, and she kind of was accepted, and she became queen of her junior high school, and that's about the time that her family announced, guess what? We're moving to West Germany. <laughs> so... You getting comfortable? You yeah, like your life? Well, exactly. let's go. Uh, Her friends tried to cheer her up by being like, Elvis was recently stationed there. Like, maybe you'll meet Elvis. You're going to be in the same country as Elvis. What and, the hell what are they moving there for? Uh... Air oh, force. Oh, k-
1: sorry. Air force. Okay, tell me about a million more times, and then <laughs> I'll remember.
2: So yeah, 1959. She's she's in uh, Germany. Um, she's having trouble adjusting to her new school, new country. Uh, she used to go to a local club, play the jukebox, and write letters to her friends back home. And one day, a soldier came in named Curry Grant. Not Carrie Grant. Curry Grant. Curry. And he introduced himself and he asked her if she liked Elvis. And they chatted for a while. And then he was like, hey, do you want to accompany me and my wife for dinner one night at Elvis's house? Okay. So, of course, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Um, after her dad checked out Curry, realized, like, okay, this is a gentleman. Like, he's married. Like, things are Okay. It took about two weeks for Priscilla to convince her parents to, like, let her do this. And uh, she did. She went. um, She says that outside his house in Germany, there was a sign that read autographs between seven and eight because women would just swarm the house. And even though it was past eight o'clock, there was still just a ton of women outside. uh, He was good to his fans. Yeah. Elvis was good to his fans. He took time for them. It really is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she went. um, She got introduced to Vernon, Elvis's dad, and Elvis's grandma. You know, did uh, anything get mentioned about Vernon's girlfriends in this book? Yes. Okay. Yes. Are you gonna talk about
1: it, Um, or just might as well mention that Elvis was
2: not. A fan of Vernon's choices because Elvis was a mama's boy, yeah, he loved his mother, and he just could not understand why his dad could so easily kind of get over her passing, like no and he woman, dated very
1: young women, yes,
2: and yeah, no woman was gonna live up to his mom, and he so like he definitely compared every woman that Vernon was into to his mother, of course, and he Elvis never liked them, no, yeah okay so yes uh they chatted elvis uh she talks about how elvis would play some songs on the piano and she's just going nuts right uh time flew by she had a curfew so she had to go it was an incredible night but uh shortly after that curry called again was like elvis wants you to come back and so she came back again and the second time was very much like the first except she got some time alone with him Uh, she says that they cuddled in his room and he talked about how lonely he was interesting he talked about his bond with his mom who had passed by this time she said time flew by she had to go Uh, he he kissed her I think on the forehead or something and he said we have plenty of time little one I should mention she's 14 okay (laughs) he's how old? 24
1: okay so it's yeah After, after we do like these episodes too, like Lori Lightning is coming up and I, it did run in through my head because even today we were looking at our social account and somebody was talking about like all of the groupies all all over the decades and then they started talking about the baby groupies, which was them. So we are going to get into that territory. It was a thing. It 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 has been a thing. It happened. Um, 14. Okay. I was wondering how old she was. Um, so, and yes. okay, another thing that people keep in mind for my episode for next week. So, the first time that they had time alone, it was in his room, right? Yes, on his bed. Yeah, okay, keep that in mind.
2: Um, by their fourth date, her parents like laid down the law we have to meet Elvis, we, like, we want to make sure this is okay. Elvis came over with Vernon and they had their intros. Um, her dad laid down the law if you're gonna date Elvis he has to pick you up he has to drive you home like you have to be home on curfew Uh, of course Elvis agreed though they definitely would not do what her parents you know wanted Uh, he did definitely get uh, his friends to uh, pick her up and drop her off one time actually a friend of Elvis um, attempted to, to rape Priscilla, on the drive home. No. Yeah, he attacked her. She freaked out. She managed to stop it. And she was scared to tell Elvis, but eventually she did. And, of course, he went berserk, and he cut that guy, like, out of his life. And I don't know if he roughed him up or anything like that, but. Hopefully. I mean, I don't condone violence except for that. Yes. So, of course, Priscilla loved being at Elvis's, Even though they weren't, like, together, Uh, she says um when Elvis Elvis would practice his karate and stuff like that and she would hang out with his grandma and listen to stories about baby Elvis and um Elvis was very open with her he shared his insecurities about never being allowed to be a great actor uh worrying about his fans he was really worried that Uh, after his stint in Germany they would have forgotten about him and he would ask her like about all the young up-and-coming artists and like he was he was scared of like losing his audience uh did he love teaching her stuff oh god yeah it that's that's coming up. Okay. Yeah. Um, he also had very traditional thoughts about relationships. He was a rebel in the music, but not in life. Uh, a woman has her place. She has to be faithful. So it, Priscilla n- knew he was cheating because Elvis had a woman back home named Anita. So the whole time she's with Elvis in Germany, like she would find notes that Anita had sent him and stuff. Um, she she says, um, despite declarations of innocence, I was not reassured. He was a sex idol of millions and could choose whoever he wanted and whenever he wanted. I quickly learned, for my own survival, not to ask too many questions. And that would be like a a thing throughout their entire relationship. Do you think that it was a good thing? Well, I don't think Elvis is cheating. Was a good thing. No, I just mean her, Her like... protection uh, of herself. I guess so, yeah. I mean, uh, you have to kind of look the other way, or... What's the title of Priscilla's book? Um, Elvis and Me. Oh, nice. Yeah. So...
1: Yeah, because you know what? You know what's interesting? Yeah. Anne Margaret's book is just called My Story. Yeah. She does not have the word Elvis
2: in her title. No.
1: Priscilla does. Ginger also does. Yeah. Because Ginger's book is Elvis and Ginger. Yeah.
2: Okay. And uh, Priscilla's book doesn't go in any detail out like past her life with Elvis. So it is focused solely on their time together. Okay. So at this time... Priscilla, 14, is also focused on Elvis, and her schoolwork kind of suffered, and she wasn't sleeping enough, and she worried her parents would find out and put an end to it. Um, Elvis noticed how exhausted she was getting, so he started giving her pills called Dexedrine. Elvis, no! But the thing is here, uh, she never took them, for one, and they were given to the soldiers to keep them awake. Elvis thought they were 100% safe. The doctors were giving them to him. He... Believed, trusted, and believed in them. So Elvis isn't doing something terrible. He's he thinks he's doing something good. I guess. Yeah, it's the fifties for you. Yes. I guess. So in March first, nineteen sixty, Elvis had to return to the states. He was going to return the next day. Uh, it was their last night together. They laid in each other's arms this told her he loved her for the first time. Uh, she was scared he'd forget her. She begged him to consummate their love, but he refused. He said, someday, Priscilla, but not now. You're just too young. So, no, they did not sleep together when she was 14. I was I was thinking it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, let's make that clear. Um, he also made her promise that sh- she would stay untouched, and he said that he would know. And they drove to the airport together, and he gave her his combat jacket and service stripes. And this was interesting. He said, I want you to have these. It shows that I that you belong to me. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be
1: the last time that he says that yeah. to one of his ladies. And that shows you, yeah, he was very
2: old-fashioned when it came to men and women. As possessions. Yes. And, yeah. So the press caught wind. They saw Priscilla at the airport and they began hounding her. Um, monies, uh, offers of money and travel came to her. Uh, they wanted her to come to States and do interviews and stuff. She began receiving mail from Elvis fans, some lovingly, some not so lovingly. Um, Elvis said that he would call right away when he left. But 21 days later, she finally heard from him. She wrote him constantly. He never wrote back. He would call sometimes, usually to like, um, complain, you know, I hate this film I'm working on, I'm lonely, whatever. Uh, He was still with Anita, which really confused Priscilla, but he also talked about her coming to Graceland, which gave her hope that maybe they did have a future. So this went on for like two years. And, uh, okay, she's almost of age. (laughs) So yeah, 16-ish now, um. Elvis called it had been months since she heard from him and she asked he asked if she wanted to come visit him in LA she worked on her parents they finally agreed uh under condition that she would always be chaperoned she wouldn't be staying in the same place as him things like that and uh that they would have a detailed itinerary of what they would do of course they they gave all that information to her parents but That's not the way it went. Uh, So, yeah, when she arrived, she says there are so many people at his house. Elvis always had a huge entourage around him. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Did she go into detail about who they were? Ginger does. So if you don't, it's okay. I can get that. I'll let you get into that.
2: Um, And she immediately noticed Elvis was different. He was playful and flirty and cocky and not the shy, sensitive, insecure Elvis that she knew. Uh, she was, she was nervous, but the time came, everyone left. She got ready for their first night together. Um, after some tender, playful moments, uh, uh, Priscilla thought they were gonna, you know, Have get sex. it on. Elvis again was like, no. Uh, he said he'd know when the time was right. And he promised or, and he told her, um, sorry, he told her he, she had to spend the night at a friend's house. And so he could keep his promise to her parents she was upset but she agreed but of course she later found out that he actually did this to avoid awkwardness because he had sent anita back to memphis the day before priscilla came and he was worried that anita would like make some late night phone calls and uh priscilla would find this out so okay it's a hard juggling huh elvis so the next day though elvis had no problem with her coming back to his place and that was the first night that they slept together and i do mean sleep Mm -hmm. they did not have sex so the next day elvis played her some of his new songs and asked what she thought of them she told him i love your fast-paced songs like jailhouse rock like why don't you play like more like fast pace like rock and he just flew into a rage
1: yeah Yeah. i was gonna say "Mm." yeah no no when elvis shows you something you go you agree that's the (laughs) best thing i ever heard because
2: otherwise elvis is gonna freak out i didn't ask for your opinion on what style i should sing i asked if you like the songs that's all i get enough amateur opinions as it is and he stormed out of there Uh, But he quickly came back, apologized. He said, it has nothing to do with you. I just finished that recording session and it's pretty damn good compared to what they usually have me doing for movies. So yeah, Elvis is just frustrated because he wanted to be taken seriously. Yes. And he's not doing the music or the films that he wants to do. So I guess hearing it from another person like, yeah, you shouldn't be doing this. You should be like telling
1: Brian Wilson that he needs to do more songs about surfing.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah. So, on that first visit, he took her out shopping for some new gowns. He also ordered a hair and makeup woman for her. He said, you need to apply more makeup around your eyes. They're too plain naturally. I like a lot of makeup. It defines your features. Yeah, and who was he? Uh... He was trying to turn her into Tura. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to see. Let's look up pictures of Tura Satana and then early pictures of Priscilla it's remarkable how much he did change her to be
1: her. And then it was kind of interesting to see, too, how Ginger looked very similar
2: to Yes, Priscilla yes, absolutely, anyway. absolutely. So to keep up with Elvis and his entourage. Just a younger
1: version. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to talk shit about Ginger. I loved, like, the, I love their relationship. And I love that. Book. I'm so excited to hear about
2: her. Yeah, keep going. Priscilla began taking the same pills that Elvis did because she just could not keep up with him. Um, he also took sleeping pills every night and, like, speed while he was awake. Uh, it was normal for him to sleep 15 hours a day, and he would take two to three hours to, like, wake up properly.
1: And it was in those, I think, in those hours of, uh, just waking up between, Mm -hmm. like, being fully awake that he did some of his crazy, like... Oh, yeah. Fits. Behaviors. Uh,
2: because he would also often mix his pills, uh, but he, again, he... First of all, he claimed he, he had didn't nurses need them. and doctors on hand that were like, this is good for you. Yes. And he also um, prided himself on knowing like all the ingredients and drugs. He really knew his stuff. Unfortunately, he didn't realize how dangerous it was, though. Yeah. And it would later become the source of many fights between him and Priscilla but we're not there Isn't yet. There a sort of like Judy Garland, like oh, yeah. scenario 2 For where like sure. they just don't know any better.
1: And it's like the managers feeding to it to them. They're trying to balance them out yeah. because they're living the highest life that you possibly can live and exactly. you need to have some rest and but then you need to get up and go and then it eventually just takes the toll on your body, mm-hmm. mind, soul, spirit. So that
2: was a short visit. And uh, she had to go back to Germany. But six months later, uh, Christmas 1962, Elvis invited her to Graceland. So um, her first night there, Elvis gave her two pills to sleep and it knocked her out for two days. So uh, that was uh, something. Let's put it that way. Um, For Christmas, he gave her a poodle that she named Honey. Honey. Um, she gave him a cigarette case that played "Love Me Tender," which I thought was cute. Uh, they really had a wonderful time together, but Elvis's flirtations with other women made her very nervous. Um, he would do it in front of her too, and she, and she, he, of course, Elvis would get very angry if she tried to discuss it with him. It's all in your head, like usual bullshit. Um. <laughs> So it was time for her to go back to Germany but Elvis did not want her to go so they called her parents and begged for a few more days but they were like no like Priscilla has to go back to school like you're lucky we even let her come visit you basically. Um, So Priscilla went back home very angry and she really rebelled. She cut classes. She let her begged her parents to let her go. Um, Meanwhile... Elvis is back in Memphis making arrangements for Priscilla to move there and finish her high school there. And, um, Elvis ended up calling her parents and explaining, uh, like Priscilla won't live with me. She'll live with my father, Vernon and his wife at the time. Uh, she, she, uh, she also, or he also told him he couldn't live without Priscilla and, he implied marriage to her parents, so, to like make them, I guess, less nervous. Yeah, and eventually, also, like,
1: I will take care of you yes. and your entire family yes. as long as you live. Yes. Just yes, let me marry her.
2: Eventually, miraculously, her parents agreed. I guess they were like Priscilla. Actually, in her book, kind of says like they really had no choice. They were either going to have to like live with me like hating them and treating them awful or let me go. Um, it was, it was rough for her parents. They weren't just like, go take our daughter. Like it was a struggle. Um, and Priscilla really goes on to, to be like, you know, I was the driving force behind this. My parents put up with me doing this. So yeah, she moved Um Oh, first, I should say also Priscilla's stepdad went with her to Memphis to check out the situation, to check out where she would live and all that. Uh, She got enrolled at the Immaculate Conception, an all-girls high school. Beautiful name. Yes. So yeah, um, Priscilla moved from Germany to Memphis and Elvis was at the time working in L.A., well, Priscilla got settled there. It was a lonely time for her. Um, of course, everyone at that high school knew that she was Elvis's girlfriend.
1: And- what a weird thing. Okay, so she meets Elvis when she's 14. It's not like Anne Margaret, who already had so many things going yeah. for her. Like, that is her
2: identity, then, mm-hmm. is being... Elvis's girl. That couldn't have been easy. No, and of course, she was too young to, like, really realize it, but Elvis was... uh training her basically to be his wife like he really she goes on about it I'll let her I'll let her words say it um but yeah so she was lonely Elvis was away she got a modeling job at a boutique to earn some money because she felt weird asking Vernon or Elvis for cash Um, when Elvis called she told him about the job and Elvis said you're going to have to give that up it's either me or a career when I call I need you to be there so she gave it up
1: yeah and so he probably did open her up a bank account and give her a credit card
2: yeah so they still haven't slept together but she does say that they would do other things Really? this is really funny actually She says every night she would go to the drugstore and buy about 12 packs of Polaroid film. And her and Elvis kind of, like, played games together. Like, he loved to be the director. And, like, one time they'd be the schoolgirl and the teacher or the secretary and the boss. Like... Things like that. And they'd take photos. Yeah. She says, Elvis and I both loved creating these sexual fantasies and it seemed to bring us closer together. At first, I was totally open to Elvis and many of his ideas. I lived for those moments we were alone. I was careful to say little that might jeopardize my bond with him. I fulfilled his needs and his beliefs became mine. Under no circumstances were his ideas or playfulness perverted or in any way harmful. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, good. So they're just having fun not sleeping together because she was still young. They found other ways to grow that bond.
1: But she's 16 by this point, right?
2: Yeah, 16, 17. So, like, yeah, it's not okay. as That's <laughs> okay. We're approaching, yeah. you know, the appro- an appropriate time. So. This is about the point that Elvis really went to work changing her whole image. She says, he taught me everything, how to dress, how to walk, how to apply makeup and wear my hair, how to behave, how to return love his way. I was Elvis's doll, his own living doll to be fashioned as he pleased. When I cut my hair without asking, he was shocked. He wanted it to be long and jet black. Like, yep. Uh, The Pygmalion nature of our relationships was a mixed blessing. The most fundamental thing at this stage in our life together was that Elvis was my mentor, someone who studied my every gesture, listened critically to my every utterance, and was generous to a fault with advice. When I did something that wasn't to his liking, I was corrected. It was extremely difficult to relax under such scrutiny. Little escaped him. Little except the most silent fact of all. I was a volcano about to erupt.
1: <gasps> yes. Okay. It's getting juicy.
2: Yeah. So yeah, Elvis also had a temper and a jealous streak. Mm-hmm. And Priscilla was allowed to make friends with his entourage and everything. But there were a couple times where Elvis kind of freaked out. Did poor um, honey have any friends of her own? Girlfriends? No. No brothers, sisters? Um, they would visit and stuff but, like later, but she, uh, in Memphis, she really was like all alone. Yeah, it was. She, I don't envy that. No, it was, I bet she was envied by many, but. But yeah, when you, when you actually hear the story, I would not want to be in her shoes ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, and she also says Elvis would blow up about the smallest issues, which I'm sure you have stories about that. Can't too. wait to tell you about them. Um, if his steak wasn't cooked enough which was burnt, apparently. He liked it, like, burnt. He would shout at Priscilla for it, like, uh, even though she, of course, didn't cook. He had to cook. Uh, Priscilla took it all personally, though she realized much later it was, like, of course, the drugs. that had a lot of, uh, you know, to factor in about his erratic moods. Um, Priscilla was still going to high school at this time, but she was also keeping Elvis's night hours, so she was popping pills nonstop, Uh, But she still couldn't keep up. She knew she had to graduate to stay with Elvis. It was part of her parents, uh, the deal that she made with them. Um, She says as a a last resort during finals, uh, she asked an A-plus student, like, hey, do you want to come over to Elvis's house? And this person did, of course. And in exchange, she let her copy her uh, final exam. So, yeah, she graduated. And she was finally free. Um, her and Elvis uh, had a few months before she went. He went to, back to LA to shoot another film. She said, "We always seemed to be more in love when we were alone. I loved those times when it was just Elvis, not trying to live up to the image or myth. We were two people discovering each other." So yeah, they'd watch movies, they'd play silly, silly games together, pillow fights, hide and seek. Um, one night, though, when they were high on uppers. Uh it got a little too rough and Priscilla ended up with a black eye. He did not mean to do that at all. He's probably just like showing her some karate moves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh he apologized over and over again. stand still. I'm going to karate move around
1: you but then accidentally like pfft.
2: the the incident did make uh Priscilla think about pills differently though mm. and she kind of started cutting back and then eventually stopped completely. So it it, it did it was like a little bit of an eye opener for her. Um Elvis loved going to the movies by the way And he actually would rent out the entire Theater at night For him and his entourage and stuff Since he couldn't go in the daytime Without being harassed by a, m- a million people So yeah Um Elvis's next film Was Viva Las Vegas Okay here we go <laughs> yes. I
1: like how things are starting to like, collide So
2: and- Priscilla was worried Before he even left About Anne-Margaret Um she had heard because in the press they were kind of trying to dub her as the the female Elvis, so she knew. She and knew then, that okay. Was so
0: I didn't realize
1: then in the first episode that Priscilla is still like under twenty years old. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, at home, no life of her own, no, life no of accomplishments own. of her own. Yeah, and then all of a sudden Elvis is out canoodling with the female Elvis. That must have
2: been friggin' devastating, right? And he promised her. After after rehearsals, like while we're filming, like you can come out to LA, but as the weeks progressed, he kept making excuses about why she couldn't. Now we know from our last episode with Anne Margaret, it wasn't that she couldn't, it was that he didn't want her to because he was having this amazing love affair at the moment with Anne Margaret. Um and he still wasn't sleeping with Priscilla. No. Priscilla, so. so she would ask about Anne Margaret. He would always dismiss the rumors and her fears, calling it like Anne's just a typical Hollywood starlet and blah blah blah. Uh, six weeks after completing the film, um, he flew back, and or he actually he he went back to Memphis after they filmed that. And six months after that, he went back to L.A. Uh, to film another film called *Kissing Cousins*. Uh, but around that time, the press began those stories about him and and margaret getting married. So Priscilla was like, what the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, Kissing Cousins, what the fuck? Yeah, it's not a good movie. Don't ever watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't ever watch it. <laughs> if you want uh, movie
1: suggestions, listen to the previous episode because there's a ton in there, but it's definitely just not leave Kissing, Kissing Cousins. Cousins out of that.
2: Um, so yeah, the press were running all these stories about him and and margaret and uh, he used that as an excuse to make Priscilla go back to Graceland. Like, you shouldn't be here in L.A. They're, they're going to, like, be hounding me. They're going to be asking questions. So she had to go back. And uh, two weeks later, Elvis returned. And they finally had, like, a real talk about it. Priscilla knew. I mean, she knew. And he finally admitted it. He said, it's over, Priscilla, I swear. I guess I got caught up in the situation that was out of hand from the beginning. She and I come from different worlds. I don't like being exploited. I can't live like that. Don't get me wrong. She's a nice girl, but not for me. So this is him talking about Anne-Margaret. But of course, we know from Anne-Margaret. They're like soulmates. Yes. And this is really interesting. I mentioned this in Anne-Margaret's episode. You're polyamorous, Elvis. (laughs) Just accept it. Um, Anne had that puppy named Scooby yeah. and Priscilla would find telegrams signed by Scooby. And one that she found around this time said, I just don't understand. So Anne had sent that. So wait, so did Elvis name the dog? No, but that was, I guess, her code name. Scooby. Weird coincidence. No, like Anne Margaret. that She had a puppy named Scooby, so she already had that dog. But she would sign her messages to Elvis. Scooby. Oh, okay, right. Sorry, I got confused. Instead of writing Ella
1: had the dog named Scooby? No, she has a dog named Honey. And it was a Great Dane? A poodle. Okay. Ginger has a Great Dane. Oh, nice. my God. All of these women have dogs. Okay. Did Elvis give her that dog? Nope, she got it
2: herself, uh, but she did discuss with him about getting it. So... After Anne-Margaret, of course, Priscilla would become worried about all his co-stars. And she definitely had reason to. Um, She could never tell gossip from the truth. The truth is he slept with all of them. (laughs) Um, She'd find notes from random women in the house. Of course, Elvis would always deny it or have some lame excuse. Uh, He also threatened to send her back to her parents if she pressed the matter. So she learn to keep her mouth shut basically uh they her parents did move back to the states around this time and priscilla was always guarded with them uh never really revealing um anything that she thought they might find fault in so she wouldn't tell them like i'm lonely here uh elvis is cheating and things like that like she she would never um Elvis also went through very bad bouts of depression. Uh, Priscilla says, looking back now, I realize our love affair was dependent on how his career was going. During protracted periods of non-creativity, his temper flared. The colonel was still forcing him into shit pictures and now RCA was trying to control his music. So Elvis, again, asked Priscilla one time about his latest song. Um, It had been a few years since that incident that he like flew into a rage and he, she thought we have a good relationship. Now I can be honest. He would want my honesty. Uh, no, no, he did not want the honesty. Uh, she said she didn't like it. He hurled the chair at her, missed her. Thank goodness. Um, but there was like a record on the chair and it hit her in the face. Uh, Priscilla and his whole crew were like targets. He would fly off at anyone. Um, she says he was truly a master at manipulating people. Um, in 1964, Larry Geller would become Elvis's new barber. And he was important because he kind of turned Elvis onto the spiritual world.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He he makes... Uh, we talk about him cool. in the next episode.
2: Uh, or we will be. Priscilla wasn't as into it. Um, anytime she questioned things, Elvis would pull out threats he would say uh things will never work out between us if you don't show any interest in me or my philosophies uh there are a lot of other women out there who would share these things with me so she ended up doing the religious studies too obviously um that that whole situation never i guess fully ended for elvis but it ended enough where it stopped becoming an issue or however you want to put it because the colonel got involved he was like this guy is manipulating you it's not good for you it's not good for your career and of course elvis did everything the colonel said so he ended up cutting that guy out of his life a little bit too so okay uh so yeah there was a time when priscilla had to deal with uh the spiritual side and she wasn't into that yet i guess you know she was young obviously um shortly before christmas 1966 elvis finally gave priscilla an engagement ring uh he didn't propose he just said we're going to be married i told you i know when it's time and the time's right uh they'd been living together for five years at this point uh may 1st 1967 they were wed um, the Colonel planned their entire wedding. Both Elvis and Priscilla were disappointed in how rushed things were. Um, friends and some family members didn't get to go to the ceremony because of the way the Colonel did things. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Uh, and to avoid like fans impressed. It was like Elvis's only wedding, too. I know. So, and yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, to avoid like the fans impressed
1: well, whisk everywhere. Yeah. Sorry. It makes sense why then he was so excited for a potential. Other wedding,
2: okay, that's interesting. I got something to say about that, too. Okay, um, yeah, but both Elvis and Priscilla were extremely happy to be wed. Uh, she says, The years of doubt and insecurity of where and if I belonged were over. Uh, Of course, they were both extremely nervous that first night, they'd still never slept together. She says, the intensity of emotion I was experiencing was electrifying. The desire and lust that had built up in me through the years exploded into a frenzy of passion. So Ooh. I imagine uh, that was, must have been some night. <laughs> yeah. After all those years. Yeah. All those years. Uh, evidence of their passion immediately was showing when Priscilla got pregnant. Elvis was against her taking birth control. He said it wasn't good for you, which is interesting since he was so okay with taking so many other pills. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Priscilla wasn't taking it. Priscilla told Elvis she I'm I'm pregnant he was ecstatic from the beginning, but Priscilla wasn't because she, this was our honeymoon period. Like she wanted, finally I have Elvis to myself. Like we're together for the first time. And now there's this other element. So she was not thrilled with it and she did struggle with it a little bit, but it didn't take long before she, you know, really got into it too. Um, she was worried around this time around seven months because there are new rumors about Elvis with um, Nancy Sinatra. Oh yeah. Um, I I automatically assume that they slept together. I, I don't know if there's evidence of that, but Elvis slept with everyone. So it wouldn't surprise me, but Nancy was apparently really lovely and she, her and Priscilla had never really met, but Nancy called her and was like, let me do your baby shower. So uh, Nancy. Well, yeah, I guess Priscilla doesn't have any other friends. Exactly. um, Throwing her one. Exactly. Okay. So um, yeah, she had her baby shower. February 1st, 1968, Lisa Marie was born. Um, It took months before Elvis would make love to Priscilla again And this was very um, upsetting to Priscilla. And she realized immediately, like, once she became a mom, a shift in their relationship had happened.
0: Oh,
2: Apparently before this, Elvis had actually said to her, like, long before she ever got pregnant, like, um, I can never imagine, like, having sex with a mother, you know? Elvis, no. Yeah, yeah. But she did say, like, they had sex all the time when she was pregnant, which was weird. Like, it was, okay. like, after well, that. good.
1: At least she got to get some in her yeah. life because but, it's, like, she had just started having sex. I so, know, it's, like,
2: I know. you got to enjoy. So, yeah. And, of course, Nine. like you said, she's young and she's finally experiencing these things. Like, Elvis did not have that drive with her that he did with other women, it seems.
1: Seems like it, yeah. Well, I mean, because you have to, like really li- well, like you said, he she. <sighs> Whoa, yeah. he was grooming her. Yes, to be a certain thing. Yeah, she was like a product of what he had created. Absolutely, she wasn't this star that already made things on her own. He knew everything about her. He just like yeah, okay, yeah. But he wanted this devoted, absolutely, yeah. this wife that would
2: be there for anything my goodness as he said like I need you like when I call I need you to be there and I I feel for her because of course you're you're a teenager and this is the biggest rock and roll star in the world wanting you but you're just like at home now alone having his baby Yeah, and you of course you think it's going to be magical and like here you are no friends no life outside of this one person and this is about the time that Priscilla really started realizing this. And uh, she decided, like, I need I need something of my own. I need an outlet. Uh, so she said, in lieu of a passionate marriage, dance was becoming my life. I was obsessed, taking all my feelings and frustrations into the studio. So, yeah, she began after Lisa Marie was born to get into dancing, and uh, she she got like obsessed with it and that, that became her like one personal thing. Right. And you know, the thing is
1: too, is like she had a daughter and that's one more girl in Elvis's life.
2: That's going to take like attention basically away from her. Yeah. So I guess it shouldn't come as a surprise that her dance instructor, um, who was very much a mentor to her, pushed her, like believed in her, uh, Again, it was, it was the first time Priscilla wasn't fighting for her own identity. This man saw an identity in her like outside of Elvis. So, of course, she ended up having a brief affair with her dance instructor. Uh, she ended it pretty quickly, I believe, though. Did uh, Elvis
1: ever find out?
2: I don't. She never mentions it, so I don't think so. Because okay. I imagine he would have flipped out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she did go away with, like, realizing she needed... She needed more in her relationship with Elvis than he was giving her. So yeah, 1968, uh, Elvis's MGM contract was up. So he finally had his freedom and they put him in a TV special and that was extremely successful and he started recording songs he liked and it was around this time that he started playing Vegas and priscilla went out with him to perform or see him perform and she got like this is the first time priscilla's actually seen him perform live oh my god yeah so 1968 in vegas um she would sit at the same table watch him every night and she says like she was just stunned at like how incredibly talented he was and just the way that the audience loved him And this was actually a good time for them. She says it was the first time she felt they were like a true team um, because he was involving her in, you know, all aspects. And he was at his happiest and his healthiest. And um, an interesting thing that happens so much with all the women we talk about, Priscilla uh, started sort of styling him a little bit, like buying his accessories like oh interesting so yeah yeah
1: it's kind of an interesting twist because he was always like buying and styling yeah yes
2: but um yeah it was so successful in vegas and um they booked him a big tour but then this new rule came in no wives on tour so priscilla didn't mind those. she was busy with lisa marie um it was only when Elvis started forbidding Priscilla from coming to the Vegas shows that she became upset and clearly suspicious. Like, why, why do you never let me come see you? Like, you're my husband. I want to see you perform. Um, he made a rule. Wives can only come opening and closing night. So Priscilla says, Elvis was having an ongoing affair with his audience. And the next time I was home alone, I knew I had no choice but to start more of a life of my own. For years, nothing had existed in my world but him. Now that he was gone for long stretches of time, the inevitable happened. I was creating a life of my own, starting to achieve a sense of security in myself and discovering there was a whole world outside our marriage so Elvis was constantly coming and going uh Priscilla says when he was home he was very loving very attentive very um not just to her but Lisa Marie of course um when when Elvis would go on the road Priscilla would send him massive packages of like Polaroids and videos like home videos of Lisa Marie and stuff so he would always see her growth even if he weren't there um To fill in her time when Elvis is away and also clearly to get his attention to show like, look, I love you. I'm interested. Priscilla began taking karate and taekwondo. That's cute. Yeah. And um, there is a a really important instructor at the time in America called Mike Stone. He was like an expert in taekwondo. And Elvis like hooked her up with him. He was like, you should train with him. So uh, she says the lessons gave her the confidence that she never knew she had. Um uh, or she never had before uh she began physically changing around this time. She stopped wearing the heavy makeup and the jewelry, and shes you know shedding torah right like yeah, shedding like coming the, into her own shedding the woman Elvis yeah forced her to be, and being like no like this is me I'm, I'm this is my natural self, so Uh, She also began meeting people and becoming friends with people, and she started seeing successful marriages, and she realized, like, this is a healthy relationship, not what I have. And, of course, she kind of began an affair with Mike. Uh, She says, I still loved Elvis greatly, but over the next few months, I knew I had to make a crucial decision regarding my destiny. Elvis could kind of sense the change, but he really did not realize exactly what was happening um one night he grabbed her and in her words forcibly made love to me that's yes apparently elvis said this is how a real man makes love to his woman she says yeah Uh, this was not the gentle understanding man i knew i grew to love He was under the influence and had become a stranger to me. So the next day, Priscilla finally said, like, I'm leaving. Like, I can't. This is this is it for me. Uh, Mm. And he said, are you out of your mind? You have everything a woman could want. Uh, You mean I've been so blind? I did not see what's going on. I've been so wrapped up. I couldn't see this coming. And she was like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's always about you. Right um they held each other they cried uh she says as she walked away elvis said like maybe another time another place and she was like yeah maybe but not now so she walked away and uh they divorced in uh 1973 on october 9th um they had a rough patch of course lots of divorces it's not Easy, but they ended up becoming friends, and they had joint custody. I still have a sour look on my face. I yeah, tell. I know that's kind of that's kind of hard to it is man
1: it is hard it's hard like every time you hear something about somebody um who you love and idolize and whatever and it's like you hear about this like piece of shit behavior that's happened and i mean it's the same thing with like led zeppelin and all the crap that yeah. that they pulled it's like you know we're still like idolizing them and we love them and stuff but when you hear and it shit is part shit of, like that you're like oh. it's
2: important to remember also like they were under influence of like heavy drugs so, like she says, like that's not the Elvis I know. That's that's a messed up Elvis. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's no excuse for that kind of behavior. You'd hope that people under that influence could can could like see like wow, th- this is turning me into this, but sometimes like you I guess you can't. Yeah. Or you you don't want to, right? Okay. So, when they divorced, Elvis was dating Linda Thompson. Yep. Uh Priscilla did like her? Um, and from 1973 to 1976, Ginger didn't. Well, of course. <laughs> that, she was like right before Ginger. So, uh, but yeah, 1973 76, Priscilla opened a boutique in LA called, uh, Bissambo. And, and, uh, Elvis really supported her during that. And they definitely made sure that they stayed a family unit for Lisa. And, um, show her you know just because we're not together like we still care about each other and we definitely love you so they did have a good relationship um elvis's health kind of was starting to get bad around this time um this is also around the time that he began seeing ginger now uh this is interesting i'm sure it doesn't mention in ginger's book okay let's hear it uh he would call Priscilla constantly complaining about Ginger.
1: Oh no. Yeah. She knew that they talked, but she was like she's young now too, right? Yeah. So Ginger is like um nineteen twenty and she's just like, Well, of course he has to talk yeah. to Priscilla on the phone. They have a child together. It's
2: for Lisa, but no, she never mentioned anything like so, that. So Elvis would complain about their age difference. Uh, he would complain that she did not like touring or being away from her family.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And he actually, like, allowed her to take them on tour f- for a bit. I- or s- some family member, I suppose. Uh, no he brought the whole, the whole family, family wow. but it was at his request yes but then he would call priscilla and complain that she was paying more attention to her family than she was him because as we know from priscilla's story he wanted a woman that solely focused on him okay so so yeah keep that in mind because i could say a few more things but i'll save it awesome Yeah. So, yeah, he was constantly complaining. He was constantly um, contemplating leaving her, apparently. Uh, And, of course, he did what he also did to Anne Margaret, which was call and be like, I want you back. I still love you. Uh, I'm so stupid that I didn't realize, like, what I had when I had it. But, yeah, all this time he's, like, with Ginger. So, yeah. Okay, so Lisa Marie was visiting Elvis when he passed away, August 16th, 1977. Um, I think it was heart failure. I'll, I'll yes. get into it. Yeah, um, And of course, his death made Priscilla uh, more aware of her and her loved ones and mortality and that she needed to open up and share more and take more charge of her life. One big thing that Priscilla really drives home is the unfortunate situation that both of them could never fully communicate to each other. And she does believe if only they could express their emotions to each other and like listen to each other and, and, Uh, Like she was, of course, always scared. Like Jenny Boyd, yeah, Fleetwood. She was scared to say, especially with Elvis like threatening her. Like other girls would love to be with me and not complain and right. So like they never, they never got to talk about their relationship, and so of course it it couldn't work. So yeah, that's what she really learned from him. Like I need to, I need to be open in relationships. I need to talk about things. Uh, priscilla became the executor um of his heir which was of course lisa marie priscilla was amazing she turned graceland in into like a money-making museum uh to keep and she did this because when elvis died lisa marie's inheritance was only one million uh and the really yeah because he spent you okay, you know what, yes, yeah, you're right, it he makes was sense constantly I'll tell spending. you in the next
1: episode where all that money went, yeah,
2: yeah, so, yeah, uh, and the upkeep of Graceland was very expensive, and that money was not gonna last We're good for her then, she actually by doing that um by the time Lisa Marie like got her inheritance, it was over a hundred million, so Priscilla's amazing turn 1 million into 100 million um in 1988 priscilla launched her own fragrances and she started producing films and getting into acting um her most popular roles were jenna wade on the classic tv show dallas Mm -hmm. and jane spencer in the naked gun series i don't know if you've ever watched those but they're hilarious and she's funny and gorgeous and great and she's also an ambassador for the dream foundation and she does a lot of like charity work and Good. things like that priscilla found new love um marco uh, garibaldi i believe his name was they were together for 22 years and they had a son named navarone in 1987 who i looked up and is a total babe oh and a musician oh he's in a band called them guns and um I wasn't the biggest fan of the music, but uh, maybe maybe you
0: guys out there are. So check, check it out, it out yeah.
2: yeah, and just just look at him because he's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, her and Marco separated in two thousand six. I'm not sure if she's with anyone now or anything. Um, she's a Scientologist. Oh <laughs> yeah, which is oh. interesting because so many of them are Scientologists, I know. and. Um, I'm not positive but I did look this up and like from what I've read uh, Elvis like loved spirituality and religion but apparently that was like the one religion where he was like fuck these people and uh, yeah yeah so it's interesting but But I also explain the kind of
1: spirituality spirituality he was into and what kind of books he was reading yeah so it's completely different from what those Um, freaks are doing
2: I also read that Lisa Marie of course was a Scientologist, but she actually got out of it. So something happened with her at least where she was like, This is fucking crazy. Yeah. But I think her daughter, Riley, is also one who I don't know if you guys know if you know. Um she's an actress. She's wait, who'd she have a daughter with? Um some Danny Keo, someone Keo? After the sun? So No, goes... I'm not talking about Priscilla, I'm talking about Lisa Marie.
1: Oh, Lisa Marie has a daughter
2: yes. who's a model, isn't she? An actress. She okay. started out as a model. Now she's an actress.
1: And a Scientologist.
2: Yes. And uh like her most recent film was the new Mad Max film. She's gorgeous. She's she's definitely got those Presley good looks. Yeah. Um Yeah, she's building a a nice career for herself. Um she's lovely. Um besides the whole Scientology yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. And uh, those who love Elvis should definitely read Priscilla's book, Elvis and Me. There's tons of material about his private life. I couldn't. Fit into this one episode. We're Uh, trying to keep it to an hour, guys, and we've got like eight pages notes. (laughs) As Shanti mentioned, like a lot of his erratic, crazy, weird behaviors, shooting TVs, things like that. Uh, She she talks in depth about all of those things. It's really interesting, and And then also I'll get into that stuff next for sure. And yeah, if you're an Elvis fan, like pick up her book. You'll love it.
1: Yeah. great well it was really interesting because our first um, Elvis episode with Anne was like upbeat light this kind of thing uh, this one shows a bit of the darker side of Elvis and then we'll go back to um, a lighter side so next
2: next uh, week we'll be on I the cannot lighter side. wait
1: to hear about Ginger I, I don't know anything about, about Ginger
2: so it'll be, be really interesting
1: fantastic cool okay as always thank you for a well-researched enthusiastic beautiful episode you're welcome Okay, everybody. Thank you again for listening. As always, you can find us online on Instagram at Muses and Stuff Podcast on Twitter. Shanti and links. That's the one. Um, yeah. on our website, just type in Muses and Stuff into Google. We're there. It's uh, right there, baby. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. We'll catch you later.
3: Hello, dear stranger. I'd like to introduce you to something new or perhaps something very, very old. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine is a horror fantasy medical mystery following the titular monk turned traveling medical investigator. Follow Radolf as he navigates a nightmare world in which viruses are gods and the human race are not their favorite children. Steeped in history and an aesthetic that can only be described as a combination of occult academia and Laboratory Judaica. The heresies of Rudolf Wolf have been described as Umberto Eco meets H.P. Lovecraft. For more information, check out the Patreon at thorb.info. But take care, dear stranger, for some truths are best left unknown.